No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the third Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalms 146 and 147, which are two of five Hallelujah Psalms. They praise the Lord for His providence to His people and because He heals the brokenhearted. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Today we come to what are known as the Hallel Psalms, the last five Psalms of the Bible out of the 150 Psalms, almost to the end. The last five are called Hallel because it comes from the Hebrew word Hallelujah, which means praise the Lord. And so they are praise Psalms. Psalm 146, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, I will praise the Lord. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. So the psalmist says, I will praise the Lord while I live. Is there anything better that we can do with our lives than to bring praise and honor to our creator? I mean, this is why we were created, right? It might be through our prayers or our songs, our service that we render to him. But however we do it, That is why we are here, and that's the best thing we can be doing, and that's what the psalmist says. I will praise him as long as I live, as long as God gives me breath. Do not put your trust in princes, nor in a son of man, in whom there is no help. His spirit departs. He returns to his earth. In that very day, his plans perish. Now, the reality of it is, is that it is the human tendency to put our trust in people, especially our leaders. We think a political leader will be our panacea, our salvation. But the Bible tells us not to trust in princes. Men are weak and faulty. They will let you down. Even our greatest heroes have feet of clay. They make promises but fail to deliver. Nor are we to put our trust in a son of man, just a regular person. They will also disappoint. There is none who do good, no, not one. And every time Israel looked to Egypt, for example, for help, Egypt was a splintered reed that pierced them. Man is weak and impotent against the spiritual forces of darkness, and we cannot depend upon man to help us there. His spirit departs and returns to the earth. Even the best of men with the noblest intentions will ultimately die. And no one knows when that's going to happen. So they may make great promises, but then suddenly they're cut off and have no ability to fulfill them. Verse five, happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord gives freedom to the prisoners. Now contrast the weakness of man with the strength of the Lord. The God of Jacob is our help. Now Jacob was not a perfect man, but if God helped him, he will help you as well. We look above the mountains from where our help comes. 
Now, God made everything, the heavens and the earth, everything in them. So surely our problems are not too great for him to handle. Furthermore, he keeps truth forever. Now, truth is something we should all earnestly seek. Too many people settle for lies and deception. But God is the keeper of all truth, and he dispenses it freely to those who seek him for it. He executes judgment for the oppressed. Wicked men oppress and dominate their fellow men. But God is their judge, and he rescues those who are under the thumb of tyrants. He gives food to the hungry. God is not far away in the distant recesses of the universe. He is near to those who are brokenhearted, and he has compassion for the hungry. He gives them food. He gives freedom to prisoners. We were all held captive to sin and death, but Jesus pronounced liberty for the captives. He set us free. Our shackles have fallen and we are free indeed. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and widow. But the way of the wicked, he turns upside down. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. We know that Jesus did this physically to many people, but he also has opened our eyes to spiritual things. He did it when we were born again. And even now, we need him to open our eyes to see those things that we cannot see, those things that he would have us do. The Lord raises those who are bowed down, bowing down before him, confessing our absolute need for him is the beginning of personal revival. So humble yourself in his presence and he will lift you up. The Lord loves the righteous. How are we made righteous? By believing in Jesus Christ and God imputes the righteousness of Christ to us. The Lord watches over strangers. He relieves the fatherless and the widow. God takes care of those whom society often overlooks. And if you have felt overlooked, then look up to the one who cares for you. But he turns upside down the way of the wicked. All the evil schemes of evil people, God will upset and bring to nothing. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. And so it ends the way it began. Psalm 147. Again, praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant and praise is beautiful. It's good to sing praises to our God. His praise is pleasant and beautiful. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than a praise and worship service. I love to see people sing to the Lord with all their hearts, standing, raising their hands. Now, if I think it's beautiful, how much more pleasant is that to the Lord, seeing that those praises are directed toward Him? The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Now, some people think that this psalm was written at the time of Nehemiah when the people were building up the walls and restoring Jerusalem. This was the Lord's work. He was building up Jerusalem. God brought them out of captivity to return to their homeland. He's doing the same thing today, gathering Israel from all the nations to where they were scattered. 
This is probably the most definitive sign that we are in the last days and Jesus is coming soon. He heals the brokenhearted. How many brokenhearted people do you know? Maybe you are one of them. Well, the Lord heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds as only he can. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Now, not only does God know the exact number of stars in the universe, but he also calls them all by name. How great is our Lord. His understanding is infinite. There are so many things that I don't understand. They are well beyond my pay grade. But God's understanding is infinite, and that is why I seek him in prayer whenever I lack understanding. The Lord lifts up the humble, and he casts the wicked down. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises on the harp to our God, who covers the heavens with clouds, who prepares rain for the earth, who makes grass to grow on the mountains. He gives to the beast its food and to the young ravens that cry. We have so much to be thankful for, so many songs we can sing to the Lord. He covers the heavens with clouds and prepares rain for us. We can thank him for that. He makes grass to grow. We can thank him for that. And he feeds the animals and the birds. He does not delight in the strength of the horse. He takes no pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Now, when it says that he does not delight in the horse's strength, this is in the sense of warfare. You see, horses and chariots were the ultimate weapon of the day. But God didn't want his people to rely on these. He wanted them to rely on him. And neither did he take pleasure in a man's legs. Now, I think what this is talking about is the number of troops that would be in the army. That did not guarantee your victory. You'll recall that God told Gideon to pare down his army to 300 men because he didn't want man to take credit for what God would do. The battle belongs to the Lord. He takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion, for he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He makes peace in your borders and fills you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters the frost like ashes. He casts out his hail like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He causes his wind to blow and the waters flow. So praise the Lord, Jerusalem. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. Unless the Lord watches the city, the watchman watches in vain. He is our protector and defender. He has blessed your children. He makes peace in your borders. Now just think about the great divisions in our land today. But only God can make peace. It says of Jesus that he himself is our peace and he brings down the dividing walls of hostility. He fills you with the finest wheat, all of the blessings that God gives us 
in the way of food. His word runs very swiftly. Now, sin is running very swiftly throughout the world today. The internet and social media spread it instantaneously. But where sin abounds, God's word also abounds, spreading swiftly throughout the world into the hearts of people. We used to have to smuggle Bibles into certain places, but now the Bible is available globally on smartphones. He gives snow like wool, and who can stand before his cold? But he also sends out his word and melts them. So we think of the hardness of people's hearts. There are people whose hearts are cold to God, and yet his word can prepare their hearts to receive the gospel. He causes his wind to blow. Jesus said in John 3, 8, that the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgments to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any nation, and as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise the Lord. So God declared his word to Israel. He made Israel his special treasure. He did not deal with any other nation like this. And so the psalmist ends by saying, praise the Lord, who is like him. God is worthy of our praise for all of our days. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at the last three Hallelujah Psalms. They exhort everyone, everywhere, in all creation to praise the Lord. How fitting to end this book. We hope you'll join us as we conclude the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.